Her bedroom window overlooked the front yard, so she glanced outside. The only car in her driveway was her white Mercedes convertible, a recent gift to herself for having won the Goldsmith Prize for investigative reporting for her series on fraudulent charities. Nor did she see her father's eight-year-old Volvo station wagon at the curb. When the doorbell rang again, followed by three raps against the wood, a pause, then two additional raps, she relaxed. That was her next-door neighbor's usual knock. Marcia Wells, the bubbly, stay-at-home mother of a second grader and a toddler, stood on the stoop. She began speaking the moment Cat answered the door. You won't believe this. It's the most horrible thing. Concerned, Cat waved her inside. What happened? Are your kids okay? They're fine. This isn't about us. I spoke to Janie from Paw Pails a few minutes ago. Boy, was she furious. Janie Pemberton was the director of Paw Pals, the canine rescue organization that was another of Cat's volunteer causes. Something to do with Paw Pals? Indirectly. She says she stumbled upon a dogfighting ring operating here in town. Some prominent people might be involved. With dogfighting? Cat shook her head. Prominent people in this part of the world meant politicians. Politicians and prostitution, she'd believe. Drugs wouldn't surprise her. But dogfighting? Other than child porn or murder... She couldn't think of anything that would derail a politician's career faster than being involved in dogfighting. I don't believe it. She's convinced, and Janie is no fool, you know that. Cat nodded. Janie was a dynamo of energy with a quick, intelligent mind. Marcia continued. I think you should call and talk to her about it, Cat. This could be right up your alley. The old, familiar buzz that she experienced whenever a new story came her way shot through Cat, but she immediately dismissed it. Such things could wait. This was not the time. Thanks for the tip. I'll call her this evening. Excellent. Her eyes gleaming with satisfaction, Marcia shifted the topic of conversation by giving Cat's outfit a once-over. You're all dressed up, looking gorgeous as always, I might add. How is it that you can wear red so well when you're a redhead? If I didn't like you so much, I'd hate you. Thank you, I think. I thought you had Arlington Ladies' commitment today. Cat frowned. She wouldn't have booked anything for today. Why did you think that? When I handed you my grocery shopping list last night, I'd have sworn I saw cemetery flowers written on yours. Oh, Cat didn't know how to respond to that. She didn't like to lie, but Marcia didn't know anything about her past. Hardly anyone did. Luckily, she didn't need to respond because Marcia continued to talk. Thanks again for coming to my rescue. We were down to our last diaper, and I would never have heard the end of it if Aiden didn't have a banana for his breakfast this morning. But the thought of loading him into the car seat one more time... Marcia shuddered dramatically. I was glad to help, and she was thrilled to avoid talk about cemetery flowers. Speaking of rescue, how are things going at your house with your new foster? Is he settling in okay? So far, so good. He has an appointment at the vet tomorrow for heartworm treatment. How about you? Are you ready for your next baby? Inwardly, Cat winced.
Today, of all days, she didn't want to think of the dogs she fostered as babies. 